Welcome to the Marketing for Business podcast. This is your host, Scott Wilson. Hi, welcome back to the Marketing for Business podcast. This is your host, Scott Wilson. Hey, I really appreciate you being here today. I've got a great episode for you today. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to Daryl Lowe from Mag and Turbo and Blenheim. I really appreciate your your email uh, and your comments about the podcast. It's uh, I really it's, it's it makes me uh, feel good that uh, people are really getting a lot of value out of. So for for, for you uh, and for everyone else that's uh, been sending me some feedback, I really appreciate it. And uh, let's get into today's episode. So today I'm going to take you through uh, seven things that I've learned in business over the last probably seven years, but it's probably a wee bit longer than that. I've been doing sales and marketing for the last 24, uh, coming on 25 years now, and I've learned a number of things uh, over the time, but today I'm going to talk specifically about business and what I've learned since running three businesses. Uh, so number one is you must have a purpose in your business. And I look, I know this gets um, you know, rolled out a number of times. You've got to have a purpose, you've got to have a mission. But for me, uh, and I want to share my journey with this and, and how it comes together, uh, when I really understood this, when I started uh, owning um, Digital Influence, you know, when I first started it and really getting going, I really started to understand if you're going to bring a team members on, you really have to have a clear purpose. Um, and it's probably only in the last maybe three years that I've really got clear on this purpose. Uh, and really in the last two, I've really started to drive it home uh, and help the team with that and help them understand it and also share it with our customers. You know, so our, our purpose is to influence, to educate, and then to inspire growth together. Um, so the big part of that is the influence side. You know, I believe, and I'll talk about in this in five, is, is giving value in advance, right? And the best way to do that is to share your knowledge, share your insights, share what you've learned, uh, what is of value to other business owners or to other people, to you, the people that can and want to give you, um, uh, you know, sell, uh, buy from you. Um, influence them on the value of doing business with you. So, you know, be prepared to do videos like this, right? Be prepared to educate people. Be prepared to inspire people. You'll be surprised how many people um, will come up to you and say, hey, I really appreciate you sharing that. I really needed to hear that at this time. Um, so for me, uh, I don't want to build a business just around me, right? Okay, so that'll be a, a really easy thing to do, but a boring thing to do, right? Um, I want to inspire other people to educate, to influence. Um, so, you know, our clients can grow together. So I help the team do that. You would see we have a thing called Marketing Minutes. Um, you'll see my team doing videos, you know, look, when they first started doing them, did they really want to do them? No way. No way they didn't want to do them. They, you know, that's the last thing they wanted to do. But as part of our purpose, you know, we want to, you know, influence people. We want to educate them and we want to inspire them. Because then when we're going and talking to people about, hey, you need to do short form videos, uh, my team can talk to the, the people about that because they felt that themselves. You know, they have empathy for those people because they know what they're going to go through because they went through them themselves. They know the nerves that it's going to take. They know the frustration it's going to have by saying the words wrong. They know, um, you know, how many times you're going to have to do this and create bloopers and all that sort of stuff. They know that you're going to tangle your words up. They know all the stuff because they've done it themselves. So having a purpose rallies people around. I also think you should have your own personal purpose. Uh, for me, mine is to give people confidence through my actions, to inspire people through my actions. Um, that, for me personally, I think confidence is the reason I'm here, uh, to give people confidence and to inspire them to act um, by seeing me through my actions. So number one thing is is having a purpose. Get really clear on it. 
Um, and if hey, look, if you want to have a chat about your business purpose or your purpose, uh, personal purpose, feel free to reach out to me. I love talking about that sort of stuff. Right, number two is core values. Kind of ties in with purpose, but really, when I got clear on my core values, um, it allowed me to grow my business. It allowed me to hire the right people, fire the right people, uh, and I say that in a nice way because core values allow you to align your your people, your business, and your clients. So ours, ours number one is being team focused. You know, we believe and know and understand and live this every day that that. Um, the we, the, the the group is bigger than the I. And I think I got this from the Crusaders rugby team. Um, and I think Robbie Dean's probably said it best. You know, a team um, of individuals will always get beaten by a team that play together. Even if those individuals are better, then, you know, the, the, the group together is a lot stronger. Um, so we have a saying, you know, be team focused. That's a, a really um, sharp and short uh, core value. Then is results, not reasons. Um, look, I understand as a business owner because I've dealt with business owners for you know 24 plus years. Um, you don't care about all the other fluff. You don't care about the reasons why something didn't go good or the reasons why something did go good. You care about the results. So, um, you know, I work hard with my team. Hey, results, not reasons. Let's take ownership here, and this is a big part of that. Take that ownership, own it, give them the results, not the reasons. Uh, number three is one I really love, and you would hear me say this time and time again, uh, world-class trainings, world-class outcomes. I actually sent it on a video the other day, I sent it the other way around, but hey, I believe train with the best in the world. Um, you know, if you want to get world-class outcomes for your clients, train with the best in the world. I remember 2017, flew to America, uh, watched one of the best people in the world uh, talk about messenger marketing. It was Molly Pittman at the time, uh, using a piece of software called ManyChat. Um, so I learned about that. I dug deep and went into the training of that, brought it back to New Zealand and within weeks created a new income stream, not only for ourselves and our business, but also for our clients, you know, do the training, get the world-class outcomes. And it was really cool to see one client who didn't want to use this product, you know, go from people not knowing him to ordering with him, uh, to giving him a review within about five day period. And it was a really cool experience. And it just, it, it cemented for me that world-class trainings, you know, world-class will deliver you world-class outcomes. I know just yesterday I was, I was training with one of the best marketers in the world um, on AI and what's going to happen with AI technology with small businesses. And yet it cost me a lot of money to do that training, but I want to have that knowledge inside my head because I know I can be able to help more businesses with it and understand it, distill it, and then show them and um, teach them and and um, you know basically uh, lift all boats up so they can make more money using AI. Make no mistake, AI will be the biggest shift we have uh, in the business industry in the next 10 to 15 years, uh, and it's only just getting started. Uh, the next one is influencer education. I'm not going to go that into that too much, but but that's another core value. I'm going to talk a wee bit about that. And the other one is celebrate your victories. I really believe you should celebrate your victories. Life is too short not to celebrate your victories. Um, so I'm a really big believer in selling our victories. Uh, we're going to go have a celebration today, one of our team members' birthdays. We're going to celebrate that victory. Um, any little wins that you can do to celebrate, you know, you don't have to do the big things. Just do the small things. Do them well, but celebrate. Always celebrate your victories. Okay, number three, I learned this, I learned this hard, uh, people buy what they want, not what they you think they need. Um, here's the deal, 
Uh, I was working for Bon and Bon. I love Bon and Bon. Uh, if, you, if you know what Noel Emings is now, they were part of that. Uh, the Pacific Retail Finance Group. He was consistently in the top, you know, one to five, one to three in New Zealand, uh, selling TVs, fridges, you name it, washing machines. Loved it. Now, I left that job because I saw this advertising um, and I thought, man, this, this sounds like me. So I went along. And it was a job for, you know, people might have heard this at my seminars, selling uh, plastic toothpicks. Plastic toothpicks, would you believe? Plastic toothpicks. Uh, and look, here's the thing. I learned a really good lesson and I learned it early. Uh, people buy what they want, not what you think they need. So here's the deal with that. I was uh, I was told, hey, look, go out and sell this. This is advertising. This was an advertising play. You can put advertising on the front here. Uh, matchboxes had it at the time. You could buy a, um, uh, some, some matches and you'd have advertising on the front of that. So this was the play here, was an advertising play. And I remember going to this bar. I remember it was out in New Brighton. Uh, and I remember like going to do a cold call there. And uh, I physically remember being sick. Driving in my car it was a black Celica. Uh, and I remember driving around the roundabout again and again and again because I just didn't want to go in. I was I was bricking it, right? And for me, it was like, what am I going to do here? But anyway, I plucked up the courage and I went in. And funny enough, it was just past 11, bar was open and the owner was there. And I said to him, hey, have you got a minute? You know, I'd like to show you, you know, a great new opportunity. Um, and I flicked it across to him and he was like looking at it and he was like, what's this about? And I said, well, it's plastic toothpicks, you know, replacing the wooden toothpick and you can have your bars advertising on here. And, and that was, you know, that was a, <laughs> the extent of my pitch. But here's the thing. And, and like this hit me like a, a dagger between the eyes and, and, he goes over and he starts pouring a beer and I thought, hey, this is going really well. We're going to have a pint here. Uh, he's going to do a deal and we're going to be happy days. So he brings this pint over. I remember having a pint in the hand and on the way back, he grabbed a wooden toothpick and he sees, see this laddie? And he's holding up his pint. He goes, people buy this because they want it. And I was like, yeah, that's true. I'd have one now if you're offering me one. And he see this and he holds up this wooden toothpick and he goes, see this laddie? People use this because they need it. People buy what they want, not what they need. Get out. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And it, and it, so I'm right, better get out, right? And I went back to my car and I looked down. I was looking at the, the plastic toothpicks and I was going, man, what a lesson I've just learned. People buy what they want, not what you think they need. And I see this time and time again now. You know, I learned that early. People buy what they want, not what you think they need. I learned this early. I see so many um, business owners trying to sell a product that people uh, think uh, other people need. But the thing is, people buy what they want, not what you think they need. Be very, very clear on that. Um, and I've helped a lot of companies now uh, get clear on that because it's, it's something that you really need to get clear on if you want to make more sales, especially in a down market when people's money gets a little tighter. They'll still buy stuff that they want. Uh, but you have to be razor sharp on why they should buy from you and not your competitors. Uh, and there's a number of things you can do that I've learned now that will expedite that and exponentially grow your sales. Because if you're really clear on what people want uh, and why they want it uh, and the reasons that they should do business with you, you will dominate your market in this uh, downturn uh, that we're going to be experiencing. Okay, so number four is all about money. Uh, look, money's a great subject in business. It's why we're in business to make some money, make some profit. Um, but a lot of times money can be a real heartache uh, for business owners. 
Uh, look, I wish I'd learned this early on. And by the way, this is not financial advice. This is just what I did from the mistakes I made. Okay, so early on, uh, when I had my business, uh, my first business, I was on a six-month uh, GST. So you know, you'd make money and then you would pay GST for six months. And uh, now don't do that. We pay monthly. Um, but here's the thing. Uh, what I learned is all the money that is your, that comes in your bank account is not yours to keep. You know, <laughs> you make those mistakes uh, when you when you're new to business. But here's the thing: I read a really good book. Uh, this is a book called Profit First by Michael Michalowicz. A uh, really really good book uh, allowed me to structure my money uh, better uh, and allow money to flow into the business uh, in in a lot better ways. Now, look, I like the things keep things really really simple. Uh, so this is not financial advice, but this is what I did in my business. And uh, look, I've taught this to a number of people um, since, and I got some really good feedback today just on it, how this has actually helped uh, a new business owner get a lot freer uh, in their business and control their money so they always have money for profit and tax. So here's the thing. Here's what I do. I, I set aside 5% of all the money that comes in. I put it into another account called my profit account. Uh, because here's the thing, there's no point working uh, like you are if you, there's no profit at the end of it. It should be focused on generating a profit. So put 5% of every dollar that comes in into a profit account. Then um, I put 30 to 35% uh, into my tax account. And then here's the thing, it's in a separate account. Don't touch it. Uh, when you have to your GST, you can pay it on time. When you have uh, tax to pay, you can pay it on time. There's nothing worse they're not and being behind uh, with the tax department. So it's a real simple setup, 5%, 30 to 35%. And the rest is your operating account, you know, whether it's 60, 65%. Use that to operate your business. You become a lot more resourceful uh, and you'll focus on things. You'll make better decisions on whether you should buy stuff just by controlling your money. So that's number four. Um, and yeah, read this book. Uh, or just simp up those, set up those simple accounts, real, real simple. Right, number five, I remember being uh, in in uh, the Gold Coast and talking with a guy called Brett McFall, fantastic marketer, and he said something to me, I think it was 2006, he said, look, Scott, you just got to be prepared to give value in advance of anyone ever giving you any money. Give more value than other people. And I really thought about it at the time, I thought, oh, that's a bit of a shit strategy, really, to be fair, Brett, but he was living proof. Uh, and I'd seen what he'd done. So look, I have a big believer that success leaves clues. So I went and did what he was doing. And I came up with actually one of my core values is influence through education. Uh, that's why I've done so many seminars and do presentations, et cetera, while I'm doing these videos. Uh, and being on the podcast is to give value in advance um, before you guys give me any money. You look, whether we do business or not, it doesn't really uh, worry me. I, lo I love talking to business owners. I love helping business owners. But at the end of the day, I'd rather give you value in advance. I'd rather be positioned and known as a person who gives value, gives insights, um, because that's the position in the, in the, in the market I want to have. So Brett taught me, hey, just give value. You give it in value in advance of them ever giving you any money. And like guys like Gary Vaynerchuk and stuff have made that kind of famous. But I learned that in 2006, way back then. Uh, and it allowed me to, to, to live through the core value, which is now influence through education. So um, I'm a big believer in it. Um, I've taught a lot of business owners it. You know, now look for insights, you know, look for the little things that you can share. Another great saying I picked up along the way was small hinges swing big doors. Uh, it's always the little things that you can do that can make a big difference in your business. It's the little insights that you can share um, that can actually make a big difference uh, when you're marketing your business. And so many people try and hit a high run uh, or get a hole in one when you just need to focus on getting it down the fairway, getting it onto the green, putting it. If you get it in one, that's great, you know, um, but at two parts, okay, you know, like stay consistent, use those little things and you'll end up winning. 
Right, number six is the power of the mastermind. Napoleon Hill uh, talks about this in his book called Think and Grow Rich. Um, but here's the thing, you got to get around good people. That's what I've learned, especially in tough times. you got to get around good people that are focused, um, that are on the same path as you. So create a mastermind group. That's what I did. I've been in a mastermind group now for probably, I don't know, 15 years. We have a cup. You would have seen it in some of my videos. Um, but at, what I love about the mastermind and the way we've set up the structure, we have 90-day meetings. Um, and you know, we, we go through our goals. We have three goals. We have a finance goal. We have a health goal and we have a relationship goal and we hold each other accountable to those goals. And you have to report on your goals, what's going well, what's not going so well. And then in 90 days, you report your results. Here's what I love about the 90 days. Uh, and everyone, when we get together, talks about this is the fact you get a chance to look back. As business owners and as entrepreneurs, you don't really get a chance to look back that often. You're constantly moving forward towards the next thing. But having a mastermind group um, allows you, you know, the way we've structured it, to look back, look back where we've come from. Uh, also, one of the things I love, if, if I've got a problem, uh, I really believe my grandmother taught me this, a problem shared is a problem hard, right? If you've got some things that you need help with in your business, it's good to get a perspective from other business owners, other people that are going through the same things as you. Uh, and you can really uh, you know, dissect them uh, and look at things from another way, another angle, and that's really, really good as a business owner. So, you know, that get around people, you know, create a mastermind. If you haven't gone, that's what I did. We created one. It's been going now for 15 odd years. A very, very cool thing to do. And number seven is mindset matters. Look, nothing else more matters in your business than mindset. Jim Rohn said it best. When I heard this, um, you know, work harder on yourself than you do in your job. So, yep, you might own a business and it's a job, um, et cetera, but you've got to work harder on here. You've actually got to protect your energy. I was telling uh, someone today who I mentor, um, you've got to protect your energy. That's one of the biggest things you have to do. You have to protect your mind and your energy because there's people out there that'll want to steal it. Uh, make no mistake, there's plenty of time, time vampires out there that'll want to steal your time, steal your energy. Also have another great saying that I learned early on as well. You know, unless they're prepared to pay your problem price, don't let their problem become your problem. You've got to value yourself, right? You've got to put a value on who you are and what you do and how you show up in the marketplace and in the world. You know, so don't let people come in and try and take that value from you unless they're prepared to pay your value price. Really protect your mindset. You know, one of the key things I do on a daily basis, I get up at five, I go to the gym. Uh, I then come home, I have a nice beautiful smoothie with my wife and, and spend some time uh, with my wife and my, and my boy Louie, but then I come into work early, I go over to the coffee shop, I've got a book that I write in every day, you know, what I've got to do that is already there from the day before, uh, and then um, here's my top three, what I'm focused on, and then going through my goals and my intentions and writing some stuff out, getting it down on on paper. I actually use an electric pad now, uh, which is awesome, but it allows me to set myself up. You, you know, and to get out of bed is one thing that I say to myself: own the morning, own the day, and that is the key. If you can own your morning, you will own your day, and and that's a time that you have to yourself to protect your mindset, to keep you focused. On the way to work, I'm listening to a podcast. Okay, I'm filling my brain at the gym. I'm I'm watching, listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos. I am filling my brain uh, and, and protecting my energy with what's going to help me grow my business and get myself and my family and my business and my business partners and my clients to the next level. 
Guys, I hope you've enjoyed this uh, this uh, seven things. I've got so much more I want to share and I'm going to share about growing a business and marketing a business. I, I think I wrote around on my whiteboard here, I've got about 38 ideas plus a whole bunch in my books as well. Um, I hope you guys have been enjoying it. Really, I really appreciate the feedback. You know, once again, uh, Anna, thank you for your feedback today as well. And Daryl, thanks for, for the email as well. So guys, thanks for listening. As always, please share this uh, podcast. And if you come into Marketing for Business Live, Success Sleeves Clues, make sure you come up and say hello. It's going to be a great event. Until next time, thanks for your time and have a great day. Hi, Scholson here again. Hey, thanks for listening to the Marketing for Business podcast. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to listen and we hope that you learned a lot from today's episode. Uh, if you could be so kind as to rate and share the podcast with your other business friends and colleagues, that'd be awesome. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, why don't you head over to our website, www.getdigitalinfluence.com, uh, where we've got a whole bunch of other amazing interviews with business owners. Thanks for your time and have a great day.